Blog Talk Radio. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Beamer Distributors Blog Talk Show. This is your show. It's designed for all Beamer distributors across the country to provide you with the latest information, training, and current events. It's a live, interactive show where we value your participation. Just hit one on your phone and we'll open your lines so you can ask questions and share information and testimonials. You'll hear from individuals who are experiencing amazing results in their business and with the use of their Beamer. But remember, this information of Beamer technology is not designed to diagnose, treat, or cure any disease or ailment. These testimonials have not been evaluated or reviewed by the FDA. This call is for education only, and no medical or income claims are intended. This call is not put on by Beamer USA. It's just us, a group of independent Beamer distributors all helping one another. So grab a pen and paper, listen carefully, and get ready to learn and share. Stay tuned. The show is about to begin. Hello and welcome everyone to Beamer Blog Talk Radio. I'm Rainy Hale, so you know this is Course Thursday. Today is Thursday, April 13th, and I'm calling you from a normally, as normal, confusing spring in the Pacific Northwest. Um, I think I might get a little sun today, but it's been raining so much, I feel like I'm underwater. Um, And, you know, then we had some snow yesterday. It's just been all over the place. Again, normal spring in the Northwest. Um, But it it has been a particularly wet one this year, so feeling a little, feeling a little soggy here. Um, (laughs) And I know you all are, (laughs) are experiencing your own weather things all over the country. It's been kind of a strange year, I think. But before I say hello to my amazing um, co-host, and we have a special guest for you today, I would like to um, remind everyone to please grab a pen and paper. We're almost always going to have um, a website to write down or an event coming up or something you're going to want to take note of, so be ready for that. And um, please press 1 on your phone if you want to talk with us. Any questions, um, comments, testimonials, we'd really love to hear from you. Um, as you know, that's a big part of what our show is about, all about, so please chat with us. Um, as, as a reminder, we do need to keep it to horses with the horse unit um, and really stay away from any kind of medical type questions. Um, all right. With all that said, I'm going to say good morning to my co-host. I've got uh, Tiff with me this morning. Good morning, Tiff. Good morning, Rainy. Good morning, Cindy. And good morning, Blog Talk listeners. It's good to be here. Just another beautiful day out here. It's supposed to snow a little bit on the mountain, but um, western Colorado and good to be here. So good to have you. And good morning, Cindy. Good morning, Tiff. Good morning, Rainy, and all of our listeners. And uh, it's, you know, I was talking with Rainy before about <laughs> about the weather. So, you know, I got sun right now, thank gosh, but I had snow overnight. So, you know, it keeps you guessing. You put blankets on, you take blankets <laughs> off. <laughs> Anyway, um, absolutely. Uh, so I'll go ahead and just turn it right over to you, um, Cindy, um, straight away this morning. Cool. Cool. Thank you so much. And so I'm um, I'm delighted today for uh, our guest who's uh, called in because um, I've talked with this about her, um, you know, for a long time, and I know she's called in before, but it's been it's been quite a while. So I wanted to kind of just give you a little uh, background to Francine Brown, who's not probably not too far from your neighborhood, Tiff, because she's in Grand Junction area in Colorado. Yeah. She's uh, 
you know, um, a lifetime horsewoman. And uh, I've had the pleasure to be able to work with her on um, some of the Equine Academy prep work. And um, and she also has helped us uh, dealing with the Q&A and things like that on our last Equine Academy. But, um, you know, she's just always professional. I've loved her testimonials. And I asked her to give me a little bit of a background, and, um, you know, it's pretty lengthy, but I'm going to give you highlights. You know, she she started out a while ago as a breeding vet tech in the race world. So uh, that was a while. But And she's worked with, um, <clears throat> let's see, an equine body worker. She's an equine appraiser. She's a brand inspector. She's also had years in social media marketing for some Hall of Fame clinicians and used to work with some of those clinicians in trade shows all over the country. So, And she's also a non-pro competitor. She's got some really nice horses, um, both in the quarter horse and the paint world and um, in the reigning horse capacity as well. So a lot of experience. And she's an excellent photographer as well as just a delightful, hardworking, impressive woman. So um, I asked Francine to kind of share some of her journey and experiences with us today. And thank you so much for calling in Snowy, Colorado, for you, Francine. Good morning. Good morning, everybody in Beamer land. And actually, we're kind of warm this morning with high winds, so the mud's disappearing. <laughs> but... Um, Anyway, I love hearing the weather forecast everywhere. Um, you know, one thing about these springs, it's not only hard on us, but it's hard on our horses. And I don't know if everybody else has has seen that with their horses and just the animals around. Because yes. <laughs> this spring, I mean, has been ultra tough, which actually... What a gift of Beamer to add into our tools of how to manage our animals. So I wanted to kind of start with that. So anyway, I'm delighted Absolutely. to be here and um, glad to share with you whatever you want to know. I've got a lot of different stories. So, <laughs> Well, tell me, tell me how big your herd is right now. Um, as of today, I was actually counting. There's nine out there. There's going to be... Uh, less because I'm going through some life changes. But I was thinking this morning, I've probably run over 20 through my barn since I started with Beamer in 20, in uh, November of 2019. That's so, a lot of horses. And so, so are they, these all, um, would these be um, mostly paint? Yes. Yeah. Actually, the majority actually are quarter horses. I love the paint deal. And but I like the I love my quarter horses too, and I've shown both AQHA, APHA, and different disciplines and phases of my life. You have a tendency to accumulate, and then some of them <laughs> you pay forward, and some of them are keepers. <laughs> I don't know That's how to right. say that any other way. <laughs> That's right. Well, so um, I think you were um, you were competing in uh, APHA at the time when you were introduced to Beamer. So maybe you want to tell that story because um, I, I don't think a lot of people have heard that about, uh, you know, how you were introduced to Beamer. Yes, that's, you know, uh, 
that was an awesome story. I actually decided through some of my own health issues to go back to the paint world. So I bought this horse in March knowing she needed a little bit of rehab. And I was excited. You know, we clicked pretty good. And, you know, I never um, slow down. So I signed up for the national show in Vegas that October. So I bought her in March. (laughs) Did a couple shows and then went straight to Vegas. I didn't tell anybody I was going because if it was a failure, I didn't want anybody on Facebook to say, to say anything. So yeah, don't look at I me. Went, yeah, you got to watch it about uh, the Facebook deal. But, you know, I went and we did really good. Um, but that mare was not used to air conditioning. You know, I live in altitude. So she came from Weatherford in March when it was avalanches everywhere. So then she had to acclimate to this, and then we go to Vegas and in October. And I know that doesn't that sounds like there's plenty of time in there, but that was hard on her. And we we had the biggest career sweep of my entire show career. We won three national titles, two reserves. I mean, my husband almost wrecked on I-70 coming down to meet me because he thought I was telling him not the truth. So anyway, um, so what classes? <laughs> what 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 classes were those? So I did all the ranch versatility classes. So that would be ranch trail, and I did both the novice and the amateur. So two ranch trail classes, two ranch riding classes, uh, two ranch pleasure classes, and now the fourth one is escaping me. But anyway, so I showed eight classes. And she wasn't ready, she wasn't rehabbed enough to do the reining. So I did not do that because I didn't think that was in her best interest. So, but when when I got out of the South Point, um, we went to Kanab. And I was, I was looking for something to give her some relief because she was so uncomfortable. And we were both tired. We were showing at 2 o'clock in the morning. I mean, that is so not yeah. me. Um, okay. And it, it was hard on both of us, but... We overnighted with a veterinarian, and she goes, I don't have any of those things that you're used to. She said, how open-minded are you? And I said, this mare just gave me her life. We're letting her rest here in an outside pen. I said, bring it on. And so she brought out her beamer, (laughs) and she taught me how to use it, and that mare did not have any of those meds ever again. So Yeah, that's just an amazing story. Yeah, in mm-hmm. two days, though, my husband's looking at me going, you're going to buy one of these things, aren't you? And I said, <laughs> yep. And then, um, and then, I mean, the story goes from there. But that, that mare brought us to Beamer, and then I came home, and then I, I have 20 different firsthand stories, you know, from there. But that mare, we came back in 2021. I was off for a year because my husband was ill. And um, he said, before this turns into caretaking, you need to go back. So I didn't even show. I was sick on the practice show, so I did an e-show, and we went back, and we duplicated what we did two years before. And Beamer, I, I guarantee you the difference was night and day between my showing, her showing. I mean, we did the same thing, and I, the numbers were up. The competition was way tougher and I had already, you know, aged out of some of the novice am stuff. So anyway, long, short story long or whatever, um, <laughs> night and day no, difference. And so what are what are the some of the, you know, 
um, talking about both behavior-wise and physically-wise, what are some of the things that you notice uh, most pronounced with this mare in particular? This mare in particular, she's very sensitive. She was very attached. You know, some horses are very one-on-one. She is like that. Her previous owner was a veterinarian, took very good care of her, but she passed away. And so for two years, she was bounced around. And so she was very nervous. Um, you know, she didn't, she's very fast, everything she did. Like, I'd get on her, and literally she was into a lope by the time my rear hit the saddle. I mean, we had a lot of slowing down to do. And... Um, <laughs> And then, you know, we'd be at home and practicing, and she was really good. But we'd get back in the show environment, which even the e-show here at the house, and she goes would revert back to that behavior. And once we got down there, and, you know, she was nervous at first, but then, you know, I did her femur and stuff. And out in the practice pen, I noticed in that arena, way different. And I noticed I was calmer. And I forgot you were supposed to be nervous. I I know that sounds odd, <laughs> but I used to work on my nerves so much, and I went in and I was like, oh, wow, I forgot I was supposed to be nervous. I'm watching around with everybody clenched teeth and tight hands and, you know, clamped around their legs, and I was like, whoa, we've come a long way. But that mare, <laughs> well, she just was moving way freer. Um, she's a quick mare. She's very quick-footed, very athletic, and she's a, she was a rainer. Um, but, you know, the thing is, when we had to step up and be snappier, I mean, those trail courses are tough on that level. I mean, you're taking a, a rope and, you know, to plus those maneuvers, you need to be trotting around them. And she used to be so fast that I'd get tangled up. And between us, we really got together. I took roping lessons. And I know that sounds crazy, but there's now jumps in a lot of those ranch trail classes. And you got a 14-hand horse that's doing an extended trot to a 24-inch extended trot trot over, and you have to keep your cadence and not break gate on the other side and do a corner and then go into a lope. That is a very, very difficult maneuver, and we nailed it. I bet. Every time. Every time. And so I, it really, she was capable of doing that. But she shot, she shined in the trail that second class, that second go round, and that was her worst class. So, so it sounds like you know that that balancing out the nervous system, kind of that, and letting her parasympathetic side, um, you know, help her calm down and not be so anxious. That that was huge for you on the behavior side, and then it also gave her some, in addition to being, you know, kind of um, supple in her movement, but it, it, it helped her from a mental place to maybe focus so that she could be, you know, have that extra shine, if you will, um, when you competed. Absolutely. Yeah. Put her in her mental frame that she needed to compete on a higher level, and she definitely, I mean, she's a different horse. Yeah. That is it. Those are just, those are the ones, I mean, that's what we do this for, right? To, to have those kind of experiences and, and to know what a gift it is to the horses. So um, can you share, I know there's more, there's, um, that was, um, that is a different mare than the, than the um, story we talked about with Bella. Am I right about that? 
Absolutely. So so this Beamer journey, this is the one thing that I am so grateful for in my program, and I will never, ever not have one because it has changed so many horses. And it changed my whole thing going, if I'm going to sell these, I – so we went out. We never do anything small. So we went out and bought rehab horses so that we could see what they did. And Bella – Um, And I didn't do a lot of them, but I did ones that, you know, I wanted to see what happened. And plus they were in, you know, just a situation that came to us. She took a very long time. And I'll I'll tell you about her. She was, um, she's the toughest, most expensive rehab horse I ever had. She was 14, retired as a mounted police horse, and had been a broodmare. And that is literally all we knew about her past. And her feet needed months of attention. Her skin was extremely thin and peeling. These are things I've never dealt with before. She she required intensive overall care from head to foot, of course, and daily beamer. It was a long time um, before she actually would start releasing. She was very stoic, and uh, it just took her a long time to start responding. But then when she did, she had a foreign object come out of one of her feet, and within a few months, she had the same thing occur in all of her feet. Wow. Well, she um, as a police horse, she would have been on pavement a lot, right? I'm guessing she was absolutely. I mean, I don't know that much about what they do, but I am guessing she was on pavement. She probably was desensitized and had to be pretty stoic. She wasn't really into people and all that kind of stuff. And once she started releasing, she became very, very animated. And she'd snake her neck around like a stallion, and I'd never seen that because I'd never seen that in the mare. And especially the most submissive horse in the herd will usually never do that. I'm big on the behavior thing. But after several months, um, her skin conditions resolved, She's now had two complete cycles of hoof regeneration. Her feet are fabulous. Her coat is glistening, and she is the optimum of health and soundness. But what's really cool about her, she is so expressive. She is so smart. She can get out of a halter. She knows when I go around the corner. She never does it. I have cameras. I can see how she does it. She waits (laughs) for me to leave. She can open her stall door. She gets out all the time. So, um, Does she let the I had a mare like that, that too? <laughs> no, yeah. she doesn't because she's the most, she's the least, you know, the most submissive of the herd. She doesn't want to be with them. She wants to come hang with me with no confusion. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so but she, she has been probably interesting. These, all of these horses will teach you something very, very valuable, and they're all going to be different. And this is, this is what has me hooked. I love this because every single horse teaches you. Yes. Yeah, if when you're open and paying attention. So so this this extended as you say rehab period with the mare Bella, you know, are we talking 6 months, a year, what are we talking approximately just to give people an idea cuz rehab, you know, is a is a commitment. Definitely. Absolutely. So it'll be two years in July. She could have um, found a new home last year. Um, But you know what? This winter, 
I wanted to make sure she was going to hold up, and this was a cruel winter, and she has, like, maintained her weight. She's, you know, she's just been awesome. And I have some of these in my herd have not wintered as well as she has. So I'm super excited about that. Well, so Francine, um, I I know, um, as you said, there's, so many different stories, but one of the ones that, I, you know, this is the time of year for babies on the ground and um, uh, young horses coming out of their first winter, for example, too, that might be yearlings. Um, and I know that you've had, um, you know, you have some strong opinions from your experience about how to um, kind of introduce Beamer to babies and what that does with the whole rest of your program in you know, kind of imprinting and gentling them. So maybe you could tell a little, tell us a little bit about that aspect. Sure. Um, actually, the babies are my superpower. Um, and I've had, <laughs> we went out and bought seven babies over the last three years to try okay. this on. And, of course, they're all different. Um, six of them came out of the same program. And I'll just tell you the program because it's unusual, but there was a reason why I bought out of that program because those horses are foaled in a herd and then nobody touches them till the day they're weaned. They're they're walked through and stuff, but they're not, you know, handled at all. So they've never been haltered. They've never, you know, picked up their feet. They've never done any of that. So we bring them home and, you know, I just go out there and I put a gelding in with them till they settle down. But I beamer break all my babies before I ever touch their heads. They need to be able to take, uh, and I do this very gradually, and my system has worked on seven, so that's pretty cool, out of the same program, six out of the same. The other one had had some handling. He had some other issues. But, um, you know, anytime you introduce, they're in the fight or flight, and what we want to do is have those horses as relaxed as we can when we're introducing anything new to them. So my goal sure. is to have them in that Absolutely. So I want them in that parasympathetic state. They associate that beamer with me and that feel good. So when I'm introducing anything new to them, then they're taking it in stride. And then so that first year we had those four babies and it was critical because it was later in the year and they needed to get to the vet. That means they had a five-hour haul in front of them. They needed to lead, trailer, hold their feet up, stand on block because we bought issues, let's be honest. And so in three weeks, we had four horses came out. Well, like I say, the one had been handled. He he needed a lot of work, just like with the rest of them. So we halter broke them, trailer broke them. Um, I, my son-in-law is a vet up in Wyoming, so they had to go up there. They have to walk through a man door. They have to walk on mass. I mean, all of these things that people spend a heck of a lot of time on, we just, like, breezed through it. And when they got up there, the vets had been dealing with, you know, all these adult horses and doing all this stuff, and they're like, these are the best horses we've had in here all day. (laughs) Of course. That was awesome. (laughs) So when you say that, you know, you introduce the beamer before you even touch their head or deal with halter, so do you let, um, you know, do you, like, turn it on and let them come to you? How do you, you know, and, and I assume you're dealing with the blanket. We're not talking about cuffs here. But 
Actually, actually, okay. Here's what I do: is I I get my gelding to you know they come in the barn, they have free range. They finally go into a stall. I like to put two in a stall at a time, give them a little stuff to snack with, and then I go in and I sit on a bucket with them. And then I do take my beamer in, I turn it on, and I let them come to me. And then we just start scratching them. And you know it doesn't happen in one day. I, right. The beamer doesn't go on the first day, but they definitely get get introduced to the signal. Depending on the horse, and if there's one in with that gelding, I'll beamer the gelding. So the one that's in there, of course, we know that that signal can go all over the barn. But I want everything to be really, really calm. And then I actually do start with the boot. And then, you know, I have hand towels and stuff. I have this whole deal that I do, but I get them used to something on them and falling off. You know, it's going to happen. They're going to move, the boot falls off. Sometimes they yep. want you in their space. A lot, most of the time they don't. So we okay. go through a lot of that until they just take it really good. And Well, the cuff the is being, much, being smaller. That would make, you know, it, it easier to to use and not have to be, you know, flapping a blade blanket around. That's why I wanted, that's why I was curious how you did that. Yep. Yep. And then I put towels all over them. People say, maybe I'm a little ranchy here, but I put towels on them. I want them to walk around and I want it to fall off. I set them up for mental success, but they got to choose. And right. so when the blanket comes out, because the blanket does come out before the halter, they're already taking a sheet on a blanket. It's, yeah, it's that's awesome. Perfect. <laughs> and, and I'm sure that each, you know, each, Horse takes, you know, one more accepting than another. So it's again, it's a question of observing that particular animal and going at their pace so that they're comfortable all the time. Exactly. And if they're scared, I'll put that calm gelding in with them, and so that it, they don't have the because two crazies in there are like a recipe for disaster. <laughs> but if you can. You split up the personalities because they're all going to have different personalities. And, you know, like like Bob's last horse, he got this one, and he had her brushed and beamered and yawning and everything. And I'm like, shoot, I can't even get close to these other two, you know. <laughs> so they all take it at different rates. And he was like three days ahead of me. And not that we were racing, but we're pretty competitive. <laughs> <laughs> Well, a great basis of comparison, you know. And so, you know, these comments that you make remind us, me of uh, Tiff, some of what you've told us over the last couple of weeks when you had, when you fold out a mare and, uh, you know, then you had, um, a, I don't know how old the foal was after weaning that you, that you were uh, selling and transporting them, but um, mm-hmm. I'm sure that, you know, you might have, Maybe do you have some comments to interact with with Francine about this process because it's been something that, that is not too dissimilar from your own circumstances. Yeah, you know, Francine, you? Uh, Tiffany, Tiffany Bloom here. I am so just like, it's just great to hear from other people about their experiences and young horses and and rehabbing and all of the things that we have learned over the years and encountered over the years and experienced ourselves and with, you know, clients and and different things. But I'm just, yeah, steamer has been a super significant tool to have for my own program and for others' programs. And it's just, it's really 
it's really changed like the way I think and the mindset of my horses all the way around. So I'm just grateful that you have the same kind of stories and indifferent and, and in a way too and sharing them. So how far apart are the two of you? Tiff, where where are you in you're in western Colorado too, yeah? Yeah, I'm just near Montrose, so I'm not really far from her. So I'm I'm like, wow, we need to probably, you know, get together and meet and, and <laughs> yeah, share our we love and tons of the same horses. Yeah. <laughs> we know tons of the same people and I'm actually closer to rifle. But um yeah, general vicinity. So and you know the good thing is we all do have different experiences and what works for me with my facilities and everything is not going to work for the next person you know because we don't all have the same facilities number 1 we we figure out what works for us and we're at different ages you know these falling moms I'm like here's my thing with a beamer from conception to when they cross the rainbow bridge that's when Beamer needs to be in their life, the whole time, the whole entire time. You know, you got these yep. mares, um, you know, be Beamer in them before you ever breed them. Um, the stallion's the same if you can. We don't always have control over that end of it. But, you know, a lot of these people, like you said, this time of year, those foals may have been handled last year, turned out for the winter. They come in, they're two, they think they know it all. They remind us of teenagers. And, um, and they're bigger, that's a lot a, bigger now. <laughs> yeah, and that's a perfect time to go back to the basics and start them with Beamer because that's actually one of the one of the big things that I've talked to my cow horse trainer about is if these two-year-olds would be started with this, your whole first year would go way different, in my opinion. I'm not a, yeah, tra- you know, true. I say I'm yeah, not a trainer. I'm, right. I'm not a discipline trainer, but... As soon as they hit their barn, that needs to be part of the training program. It just it makes it makes sense, and that's part of the beauty too of Beamer is how versatile it is. No matter what you know what the circumstances are, or the age of the horse, or how they've been treated and handled, and uh, you know, by going to the basics, you know, and and giving the cells what they need so the body works the way it's supposed to, and balancing out the whole um, their whole autonomic nervous system responses so that they can pay attention, those are just, you know, those are um, tools that are invaluable, if you will. Um, um, I know you've got some more stories, but I don't want to, uh, but Rainy, I, you know, are there some questions that you were thinking about while Francine was talking before I asked her to just keep going? <laughs> Um, I, nobody, there's nobody on listening that had, has any questions. Um, I'm just enjoying all the stories because these are all incredible. I mean, everything from, you know, being able to get back in the, you know, show ring and just dominate the way you did to, to starting out these babies. Um, I think it's, I think it's incredible and I can't wait to hear even more stories that you have. Well, well thank okay, you. We won't talk. <laughs> Francine Sutton, you know, so think about, so, you know, you talked about over the last three or four years, you know, more than 20 horses kind of making their way through. What are some of the highlights that you think about with some of those individuals that you could share with us? You know, one story that I, I absolutely love, and this veterinarian told me this when I first got my Beamer. 
um, she and she told me the same thing. You know, from conception to the time they turn, you know, cross over the bridge. And so I had this flipping awesome cow horse. And you talk about a gelding with heart. We always say mares always have the heart, but I'm telling you, this horse had so much try and heart. And he was older, and I only had him like three years. And he was again, uh, he needed groceries, he needed turned out, he needed TLC, he needed a lot of stuff when I got him. And so by the time I got Beamer, of course, he I'd had him a year and that kind of thing. And uh, he he wound up going blind. And where I live up here, we have bears and we have lions, and I'm not going to keep a horse in a corral and have no quality of life because this was, I'm guessing, the first time he'd ever been in a herd situation, and he thrived in it. But um, so when the vet came, uh, I already knew what I was going to do, truly what was going on. So I rode him that morning, and his heart wasn't in it. And so I knew it was time that um, that he needed to be put down. And of, you talk about a watchy, I mean, cow horses are wired different, kind of like barrel horses. They are, you know, they've got a to them. That's what I said. I don't know how to explain it. They just are hardwired for fast, quick, watchy, you know, everything's whatever. So yeah. when he gets separated, he was a mess. And he started getting separated a lot because he couldn't see. And if he couldn't smell and hear, like if the wind's blowing today, he'd get separated. So I was like, all right, I've been a vet tech. I've been through hundreds of these. And I've seen them go a lot of ways. But when a horse is cranked up like that, that is not a good thing. So I beamered him a few hours before she even got there. And I took all his buddies out to where we were going to do this, that was the most peaceful crossing over I have ever experienced in my life. And that should have been a recipe for disaster. And I know a lot of people don't like talking about this, but I'm telling you, the best thing you can do is give them a good entrance into life, but the biggest gift you can give to them is helping them cross over in a peaceful way. And truly, that is one of the most touching, stellar stories I probably have. Yeah, well, you're going to make me cry. (laughs) I would say that is incredible. Talk about how Beamer can be used in a a way other than what we we have talked about in the past of, of just helping a horse get to where they need to be and honor them in the way that you did. Wow. And have him have his dignity because that was a big thing that he was starting to lose. And I don't know, maybe I get in too deep to this, but, um, you know, I, I am, I have always been big on doing it right. Absolutely. And should I tell what happened this last year, Cindy? I lost, Uh, I'll just say, I lost my husband this past year, so I'm very, I've been through the process with the animals. They taught me how to do this with people um, as far as the, you know, whatever letting go or whatever that needs to happen. And so this is one of my big things is just having animals keep their dignity just like people and make it a good experience. It's all a natural experience just like the birth. Yeah. 
And so every piece of the way, this is this is an absolutely awesome, and it's awesome for us if we have the people want to come back and just go, okay, this is good. I needed mine when we were done, you know? So Yeah, yeah. no, that, those are powerful words. Those are definitely powerful words, but... Uh, Okay, but, but we have to switch gears because we can't be cl- coming to the end on on that. So we need all right. No, I, <laughs> I need another pick. I, I got me a pick me pick up. <laughs> you need what's that? <clears throat> we need a pick me up story now. Okay, a pick me up story. Well, going back to kind of what Tiff said and hauling horses and stuff. That 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 other horse that we got was up out of Idaho, so that was a two day trip. And that little guy had been halter broke, and he was he he was gentle enough. But the one thing that I wanted to do is beamer him right off between trailers because we, you know, stopped at a truck stop. Of course, this is what horse people do, right? You stop at a truck right. stop and you go, okay, switch trailers, let's go. So I was like, we're gonna beamer him before he walks out of here and gets in our trailer. And that's what we did, yeah. and then would stop. And then I overnighted him. We were gonna get a stall. I didn't, the place kind of was seedy and it wasn't what I wanted. I just told Bob, let's just open the trailer up. Let's beamer him. Let's feed him water. He fed, watered everything. Excellent. And it was a two day trip. And he's by himself, huh? And he is by himself. He unloads and, um, and this poor little guy was not in super duper shape, but you know what? He never missed a beat eating and drinking. I How old? So How old was he? Amazed. He was. Uh, he wasn't even six months old. I think he was five and a half. And a lot. Yeah, a lot that's, of people, that's a lot. What they do. by himself. Yeah. Yep. Due days and everything's brand new and all that. I mean, every step of the way, we need to be thinking about before we float teeth for the not the anesthetic, but the sedation. Yeah. I always tell my vet, remember, we're beamering. Use less. And she forgets usually the first two. Um, <laughs> and then after that, it's like they don't take as much, and they actually come out of it better. So I just I use it all the time for everything. And and that's really you know um, I'm just so grateful for you for sharing a whole wide range of reasons why we say, you know, from uh, from beginning to end that Beamer has a role to play that makes a big difference, quality of life and and ease of interaction, with, you know, with these horses. It's pretty amazing. Um, do we have any, Tiff or, or Rainy, do you have any other questions that jump to mind that we can ask Francine for? Because she's so nice to give us this time. Yeah. Yes, thank you so much. I it's it's been incredible. <clears throat> I don't have any really questions, but just to kind of echo a little bit what um Cindy was saying, I mean every everything from you have given examples from from beginning to end of how we can not only support them but support ourselves cuz you know, in all of these issues it became a, it can be a safety issue for for them as well as us. I mean, you know that little 5-month-old full in a trailer that could have been a safety issue for everybody um had he not handled that well um so i think i just i think just being able to to see that from all these different perspectives is just so valuable so thank you so much for that you bet you know you know i teach this to my team too because you know you get these breeders and of course maybe they may they may not be introduced to it yet 
we take every opportunity to go, oh, I'm going to be in the cult before we jump it on the trailer. Well, what's that? Well, oh, whatever. <laughs> you know, we, one person, it's the power of one. One person can change somebody's life. That veterinarian changed my life. I got my daughter and my son-in-law. Mm-hmm. That changed 30 horses' life. Now I'm going, look at the team. It's, pro- it's hundreds of horses now. The power of one, don't, as, you know, we sit here and go, oh, gosh, I don't have those testimonials. We don't know what we have. Take every opportunity to share what we do. Yeah, that's a really good point. And, and, um, and that's really how some of us end up building a team because we realize if I can't do it all myself and I really want to help, you know, more horses, then I need to bring other people in so that we can do it together. And um, and it does, you know, grow exponentially that way. And and what a great feeling of, you know, making a difference in the world to be able to look at that. Um, that's one of the things that, you know, keeps me going as Beamer. And some of the other things are getting to, you know, look at, you know, Rainey's in Oregon, Kiff uh, and you, Francine, are both in Colorado. I'm now in Idaho. I probably might not have crossed paths with you any other way. But, you know, all, all of the amazing people that I've met, and particularly the amazing horse people that I've met, <laughs> who are my favorite, <laughs> uh, across the country, you know, wouldn't have done that otherwise. And I, I'm grateful to Beamer for bringing us together with, with you know, the common goals of, of loving and respecting our animals and wanting to do what's best for them. So um, do you have any kind of a, a final things that you want to share, Francine? We've got a couple of minutes left um, that, you know, or a, a story or just, uh, you know, we have our largest audience is, is our people who listen to the replays of these. Um, and so um, here's your chance to spread some wisdom. More. Give them a golden nugget. Well, <laughs> again, yeah. you know, it's that that power of one and build your testimonies and keep track because these stories, I mean, who would have guessed Adeline's story? People love Adeline's story. And like I say, I have stories for every day of the week. I mean, sometimes we could really <laughs> focus on just the performance horses, but we all have our niche and we're not going to relate to everybody, but we're going to relate to somebody and we, we, if someone gifted us this knowledge, we need to gift that to somebody else. We're not selling. And I think people get hung up going, oh, gosh, I'm, I, I don't sell. No, but you can share and you can change somebody's life one person at a time. Yep. And what if you only do yep. one a year? It's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We all fit yeah. this into our life however we fit it in. And so, anyway, I'm just, I'm grateful. I, I am so grateful and, you know, here's what my husband told me. He goes, you changed our whole life. And he said, I want you to go share this with other people and give them the gift that we have. And he said, don't stop. And that's the truth. And I'm sorry, I, maybe yeah. that isn't the way yeah. to end it. But no, words but of wisdom, I, I agree. Words of wisdom. So, you know, that's, and that's I mean, it's just that aspect, that's what made me feel an instant connection to you, you know, just getting to know you, to say, coming from the same place. I, I believe that. When you have a gift, you know, it, it doesn't feel right to keep it to yourself. Exactly. You 
And some and, people, when uh, we're competitive, this is the one thing. When we're competitive, we're like, we're not, we're, this is my secret sauce. I'm not going to share this with anybody. <laughs> now I'm like, I don't know if I want to show anymore because my reward is coming from helping the other competitors now. And that's a yeah. very different mindset. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, and, so. and you know, maybe the competitors don't appreciate it, but you go, I know your horse did, you know. <laughs> you so. know what, and I have, because of, I work for those clinicians, and they're like, oh, so are you going to go show and all that stuff? And one of them, she goes, that is so powerful, because I told her that. She goes, are you going to show? And I was like, I'm pretty sure I'm just going to do Beamer and help other competitors. She goes, that is so powerful. I was like, whoa, she sees it. Yeah. yeah. So, and the people yeah, cool. that are meant to see it, Francine, like you're saying, are the ones that are the ones that are going to be open-minded <clears throat> enough to receive it. And so, I think that's also important from a standpoint of being a representative of Beamer and and seeing the results and being and having those testimonials and sharing the love that you have for horses and people. And we all definitely can relate to that. And the people that will come will come, and the people that will go will just pass on, you know. And so it's it's just a good reminder to remember what's important, which is your heart and, and where you are and what your motives are to help horses and to help people. And so I think that's really good for our listeners to hear with all these stories that were shared today is that's really what Beamer does, is it mm-hmm. is a great tool to have to honor the horses, to honor the people, and to help them with best practices for all around what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and become said. a student yeah. of the game. Yeah, become a student of the game because I <clears throat> will never quit learning. We'll, none of us will ever quit learning, and it's so it's so awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you are awesome, Francine. I just, you know, we've been talking about this for maybe six months, and I'm just so thrilled that the circumstances inspired to be able to have you take this time to spend with us today because I think it's really, um, it's been a really special episode and I just so much appreciate you and what you do and all the horses and people that you've helped too. So thank you so much for sharing with us and with our listeners. Thank you and I I love all my Beamer people and, and Beamer land and the people I haven't met in person yet and I love this connection even though we haven't met face to face. I feel like we all have this relationship and I love it. So thank you so much for asking me. I appreciate it. Yeah, well, uh, we're going to meet in person one of these days. It's on my bucket list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are, all of us. If we could do this sooner than later. <laughs> that sounds good to me, of course. That time of year where I come out of the hibernation mode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Awesome. Oh, this is so great. Um, what a great show in so many different aspects. Um, I think we all learned just everything that today, everything from how we're using Beamer across the board to um, just how to be a good person. And I, I, I think this is an incredible show and I'm so happy to have you on here, Francine, with us. And thank you for, thank you for coming on and please come back. Um, we are about to get cut off <clears throat> here because we've, we've used our time, but I just want to thank, um, thank you, Francine. Thank you, Tiff. Thank you, Cindy, for, for being a part of this with me. Um, and I love that we, we have this connection um, with each other and I think it's incredible. Um, all right. Well, thank you everyone. 
Thank you to all the um, listeners, and thank you to everyone who's going to listen to the recording. Uh, be sure to come back here next Thursday for us to talk some more about horses and life. I think it's getting deeper here on Blog Talk. <laughs> thank you, everyone. Thank bye, you, Cindy, everybody. Bye, Tiff. Thank you, Francine. Bye. Thank you. Bye, Francine. Thanks. Bye. Today's show was brought to you by an independent group of Beamer distributors who are committed to helping you find success in your business. We're all part of a bigger mission to bring this amazing technology to a market that so desperately needs it. We'll be back again really soon. Until then, here's to your health.